Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories as your no-so crew goes on a deep dive into ratings war between WCW and WWF. This week we're coming off the heels of Great American Bash for WCW and we're on the road to the King of the Ring for WWF. I'm your host, Joseph Lesso. I'm alongside here with Hook's number one fan, that human wrestling database. Send me some more database, Hook. Corey Mack. Now hailing from Long Island, New York, so I can uh, be closer to the sensation that is Hook. So I can be on a bird's eye view from inside the nest as this no doubt greatest wrestler of all time begins his trajectory towards the top. Well, you're a big Action Bronson fan. Yes. The theme song is actually pretty cool. In two years, it's Hook versus Breaker. Oh, don't, don't you know. We want the wrestling business to survive, <laughs> not implode. So that's why it's good they're in different companies. For now. We're looking at Hogan and Flair. No, we're we're looking at Austin and Goldberg. We got Hook boom, and boom. Breaker. Yeah, there that's the is. next generation. There it is. Mark my words. I'm never wrong Hook has made my list. <laughs> He's like with Ron Simmons, so, uh, JBL. You're a fact, right? That in like 20 years. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mark my words. Mark his I words. I will not be wrong. Where's my Hornets jacket? Speaking of marking his words, the ch- 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 chosen one, Mike Boo. Ladies and gentlemen of No Cell Nation, it is so nice to be with you again. <laughs> you, 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 you fill my heart with more joy than I could possibly relate to you and i just want you to know that i love you as much no no more than you love me you good there Jump. i cheer i cheer up every time it's <laughs> it's too much all right well for monday nitro june 12th of the year 2000 we're in richmond virginia at the richmond coliseum Oh, we got some history to it. No, oh, fuck yeah. Crockett <laughs> territory again. You're talking Blackjack Mulligan, Ric Flair, Wahoo McDaniel, taking layers of skin off of each other's chests with chops that you would not believe. Ronnie Garvin, Dusty Rhodes, if you will. Yeah, it's a, it's a rich history. Speaking of history, let's go back to the recap of last night's fantastic pay-per-view, the Great American Bash, which you can listen to at NoSoEntertainment.com. This time, Corey, no photo stills. We get footage now. No, they've quit. They know nobody bought it. <laughs> yes. As we get footage of the highlights of Hogan, Kidman, Flair, uh, Flair, Sting, Vampiro, someone set on fire. Flamber. And then the ending to the Jarrett Nash match as one Goldberg joins the New Blood? Not so fast. Okay. He's this Rishoff and Busa. Rishoff and Busa. Show security. The law form coming to you soon. On TV. Rishoff and Russo's muscle. Starring Mark Paul Gosler. Uh, we go backstage and the limo shows up, and it's one uh, Goldberg with Bischoff and Russo. Interesting. We go to commentary, and one Scott Hudson has no shirt on. <laughs> this was fucking hilarious. This was awesome. Oh my God, this was funny. Was La- it the A team? La- so the A-team, once again, Tony, Mark, and Scott. Scott has no shirt on. As last week, he made a joke about people not seeing Vince Russo with a shirt on. So th- this week, <laughs> this is his punishment. It's so good. Whoever thought of this is fucking brilliant. It is such a good, just little continuity that is just phenomenal. 
And you don't think of continuity and little continuity. No. With Debbie Stevie. They're booking um, the announcers the best thing about booking the company is the fucking announcers. Well, the continually <laughs> of Bischoff and Russo leaving the limo to go to the ring, as we get a promo now. As B- Bischoff and Russo come out, security comes out and stands in front of the ring. Bischoff's joking about how he can how he can make a good surprise. Bischoff says that Goldberg and the New Blood have something in common. They both want Nash, Luger, Sting, Hogan, DDP all out. And about and how they talked about how they got their spot back once Goldberg was gone. They talked about how shallow he was and about how he wasn't a team player. Bischoff talks about how he knew Goldberg before he was a dumb man, and you can ask him why himself. So Goldberg comes out. So Goldberg says, "Don't ask me why." <laughs> Thanks, Bill. <laughs> but why? Why didn't he? Like I'm like, but what? You just said you can ask him why. Don't ask me why. <laughs> WCW, everybody. Oh, give this man a microphone every week. Every week. Hey, you know what's fantastic on the mic lately? Brock Lesnar. And I know, and now I know where CM Punk got his gift from. Bill Goldberg. Don't ask me. Brock Lesnar has been fantastic on the mic lately. Yes. Uh, Goldberg said. Oh, Goldberg says that uh, the fans didn't do anything for him while he was gone. They didn't root for him. <laughs> uh, Goldberg signed a deal with the devil. He's going to stand over everyone that tried to screw him over. Vamp? <laughs> screw him in the back. Yes! That's oh, Goldberg's yes. new catchphrase is fear this instead of who's next. Well, fuck fear. However, one, Kevin Nash comes out. Uh, Nash comes out and says, Oh, poor, pitiful Bill. Everyone is tired of your, your bullshit. Nash says that uh, he doesn't even know why. Uh, he doesn't even know who made Goldberg. Nash says he did. Uh, Eric Bischoff wasn't the one who made Goldberg. Ric Flair, Sting, Hall, Hogan, Nash all did. Uh, Nash says he's not leaving the building without uh, Goldberg's blood on his hand. Nash heads to the ring, but security stops him. The security handcuffs him. Russo tells the cops that they can release him because... Russo wants big ratings tonight, and it'll be Nash versus Goldberg. Uh, all right. So I think they've. I think we've caught on to the real reason Goldberg turned heel. There's only one guy he can work with. There it is. Backstage, we see Jarrett walking up with the cat. Jarrett says that uh, Russo and Bischoff are busy, and I, rumor has it the cat has stroke and pull around here. So. Uh, Jarrett says Hogan won his match last night, and Jarrett wants his match tonight. And Kat's like, can I do that? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Uh, Then we get moments ago of Nash beating up security. Outside, we see Russo yelling at Nash while uh, being put into a cop car. Russo's yelling at a kid who's just standing there. It turns out that the kid is one Kevin Nash's nephew. However... Scott Steiner doesn't care whose son that is, kid it is, because Scott Steiner comes at Russo like a pit bull, forearms the child. Shit, I'm standing there. Hey, in the way. You're in the business now, kid. Um, stiff. It's like, I'm trying to think of the movie. It's like... Uh, like he wasn't doing that to Braun at the age of 11. Right. It's, it's like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the movie. It was like, uh, get out of the way, kid. He's like, ah... I'm I'm blanking on the movie, but there's like a scene like you know in any kids movie that the bad man walks past the kid and shoves him. It's like ah, that's why I saw the Steiner forearming the a goofy movie. There it is, garbage. As we find out, 
we find out, guys, at the top of the hour, one Hulk Hogan's getting his title shot. Uh, sort of. More on that later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get a recap of last Monday. Well, no, they said oh. the nephew's name. It was um, Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yep. Nash's nephew, Hunter. Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, it'd be weird if his name was Pac. Hunter Pac. <laughs> Hunter Pac Hickabottom. <laughs> I've got a nephew named Pac, and he's a real... I thought I thought his name was Heartbreak. Bastard. <laughs> I thought, I thought his name was Heartbreak. Heartbreak told me I can go as long as I need to. Yeah. You know, he can go all day like a diesel engine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking got some Ramon over there. Uh, we got a recap of last Monday of Bischoff winning the hardcore title with the help of the Mama Lukes and then Mama and then Lukes giving, it giving them the titles. Prestigious. I don't want this. How's that go, Corey? Uh, it's uh, prestigious. Oh. It's on. It's technically sun Saturday morning. Through June, maybe early July, but no tape would exist of it. Of course, except not. for in the vaults at T- Titan Tower. Um, so let's go to it's our first. Holy Grail. Let's go to our first match of the night: the Mama Lukes versus Terry Funk in a Hardcore Championship. However, we cut backstage to Vito locking Johnny the Bull in the locker room. Well, Johnny the Bull was doing a Nicky Manjiro. Uh, he had a cheese sandwich and had to take a dump. So doing a Tessa filming it. Vito's like, "No, nah, we good here." Hey, you see that the AST 2.0 has a character now who does mukbang and then takes train shits. <laughs> I wish I were making that I up. I hate that company <laughs> so much. <laughs> I hate them so much. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, they brought them all the way from Japan and said, "Here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna do some mukbang and then we're gonna put poop noises in." Checks out. Um, Vito walks to the ring, but then Terry Funk comes out of nowhere and hits him with a trash can. Funk lowers the garage door on Vito and then uh, hits Vito in the head with a chair. Security guard is like, what are you doing? And then Funk hits him with the chair. Vito no-sells the chair shot to the head and just runs backstage. Funk gives chase by throwing stuff at him. Funk throws Vito onto a table, but uh, Vito flies into the brick wall that it's next to. Uh, Funk hits Vito multiple times with the water jugs And Vito falls through a table Funk, Vito fight near where the Nitro Girls dance And then Funk goes into the Nitro Girl cage And is punched out to the other side And then um, Vito punches Funk And Funk falls through two tables that don't break Just as much as the walls did at the pay-per-view They fight to the ring Vito sets up a table on the outside Funk stumbles around and takes down the ref Vito Powell drives Funk off the apron onto the table for the win. Funk pulls a wall and no-sells it and gets up. Funk hands Vito the belt and they shake hands. Vito raises Funk's arm. They give each other thumbs up. As Funk leaves, Vito attacks him to show that he's still the bad guy. Which is exactly what Funk would have done, too. Right. So. Uh, actually, which actually Madden says. Yeah. Uh... I actually enjoyed this match. I thought it was pretty fun. I liked this match, and I was. Uh, we all know your yeah, propensity to, to hate Terry Funk. Gotta have it. I love Terry Funk. I enjoyed and, it, actually. And uh, to say what you will, at least I at least got the feeling that like Vito was more legit after this match. He committed. He, he beat Terry Funk yep. in a really good match. It meant something. 
they made it try and be more something because of the fact that Vito beating him clean you can in tell, a way. You can tell they have some plans. Uh, some plans for Vito. Also, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and not take a pile driver off the apron through a table. No, I'm, I'm good. gonna go ahead and not take. That I'm spot. good on that. Yeah, yeah, the match was entertaining. It was. Yeah, fuck that's because us. you know if you go back and if you listen to our recaps on any of these matches during the show, it's like three moves now. I think this is easily the best hardcore match in WCW. Yeah, not the horse one. Well, okay, that's okay. Well, yeah. I mean, there, there's levels. For yeah, there's levels. Like you can't. I yeah. mean, yeah, that's on a that's best, on a left different best plateau. Best hardcore Rushmore <laughs> match, yeah. sir. Best hardcore match that doesn't leave the arena. Yes, no, there's okay, there's yeah. Rock Hogan. There's you know Taker Sean. There's the there's, horse match. There's Funk Candido. You know at the stalls. I mean, you it's know. up there. You know, but, but everything yes. else, this is this is the best of the yeah. rest. Yeah. Backstage, we see the cat yelling for Hogan. He knows Hogan's hiding from him. <laughs> so you guys love Devil Vamp. Yep. I do. Well, let's see how you feel about this. As Vamp's talking to a guy sitting in a chair with a robe over his head. I have no fucking memory of this. No idea. At all. Vamp Vamp tells the guy that it's over. He took care of Hogan. Oh, he took out uh, Sting. Sting, by the way. Yeah, Sting, he took yeah. out Sting and that they're done. And then the guy says that uh, there's more to be done, and he's not done with Vampiro. I mean, I know I wasn't watching Nitro every week at this point. I did not remember this. I don't remember but, a fucking thing about this. But there's a higher power. Like, what are we doing? News to me. I do not know who it is. I, I <laughs> what if it's Vince in, in the in the like, <laughs> history it. banks of WCW, I remember a lot, and this is one of them. I don't. I do not. I I wonder if there's even an end game to this guy. Probably not. It's probably the only time we see him. Yeah. Because you know I, I don't remember it. Maybe he was driving the Hummer. Touche. Is, is, it, is, is, it, is, it, is it Luger? It's Brutus. Is it Brutus? Brutus. <laughs> no, uh, last time I... Is, is it Brutus... It's uh, fat, Sammy. Hey, hey. Is it Brutus Beefcake now? Is it like... Is he, no, okay, is so he, what it is is he... The last it, time he was on TV was like late 99. Yeah. During the Russo era, too, by the way. <laughs> He was still called the disciple, but he was wearing his Bruce the Barber beefcake stuff. I was because like, I saw so many. T- I just saw I, I, I was on Twitter, yeah. Twitter, uh, only in the only in the attitude era when Brutus the beefcake would come out as Bruce the beefcake, and no one would know, notice that he's back to being normal. Uncredited, yeah. I know he's an uncredited guy. Oh, well, we see Nash in the, in the cop car as Nash wants Scott uh, to take care of his nephew Hunter. Hunter wants to know what's going on. Nash says that he works for idiots. It's a shoot. <laughs> uh, we get a recap of Great American Bash of Douglas and the Wall of Douglas beating the Wall. They didn't try to clean up the math here. Nope. Uh, we get a promo by one Shane Douglas that says uh, he says the past month uh, hasn't been the best month for him, but tonight it all changes as his partner is back, who's been exiled from WCW, and he's back tonight, and it's one buff. <laughs> Bagwell. Yeah, Marcy keeps calling him Buff Daddy Bagwell. And Mealy and the announcer's like, well, he wasn't really exiled. He was suspended yeah. for a good reason. Looks like he learned his lesson as he came back just giddy as fuck doing his stupid lame pyro shit. Uh, words cannot describe how fucking much I hate Buff Bagwell. Uh, uh, more on Thunder on that. <laughs> uh, Bagwell comes out and says last time he was here, they had a problem with Kalonic, and he wants <laughs> and he fucking wants hell. them to come out. So Bagwell. So our next match is Bagwell and Douglas versus K- K- Chronic. God. Chronic just destroys them two. 
Douglas and Bagwell get in, uh, get their moment, but then Douglas does a blind tag and Chronic hits high time on him for the win. After the match, Douglas and Bagwell argue with each other, but then Douglas attacks him. Douglas says he got screwed for the past three days because of Bagwell. So to me, what this reminds me of is they're trying to do their own click thing of the infamous, you know, the uh, New York thing of the fact that, well, they did that and who got screwed? Hunter did, right? So their idea is Bagwell does it, and for some reason the storyline would be Douglas gets screwed out of this. Except for I don't care about this at all. I don't care for it either. It's impossible to care about these two people. They can just beat the fuck out of each other for eternity, as far as I'm concerned. I just don't want to watch it. Play forever. Away from me. <laughs> Fight away from me forever. Fight the horse. Kill yourself. Kill yourself. There it is. Suicide pack. <laughs> I, I liked the last 30 years. That both bad well, I'm just saying. Yeah, it was for fun. So did uh, all the minorities. Yeah. <laughs> we go backstage with the cat, asking Almost Doug Dillinger if he's seen uh, Hogan. And Dillinger's just sitting there. He's like, I haven't seen him. And like Douglas, uh, Cat's like, no, you have, you fat piece of crap. you just been sitting here doing nothing. You've seen him. <laughs> so then he's like, you know what? I'm going to sit next to you and wait for him because I, I know you've been looking for him. I feel like this was a shoot and they didn't fucking tell him that he was going to do this. And he was like, why are you fucking bothering me? Yeah. God, I'm literally doing my job. No, you're not. Leave I'm going to sit next to you and prove that you're not doing your job right. <laughs> Fat piece of shit. Crip? Yeah. Uh. So we go from them to me and Jane with Kidman. Can you imagine uh, no Nitro with Jarrett or the cat? No. no. Oh my God, no, no. not now. I don't want to. Don't, don't put that voodoo in the air, buddy. <laughs> no, that's right. It's uh, raw now. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Uh, Jane uh, says that Kidman did his best last night. Gene brings up the <laughs> hook. Gene was so condescending. Yeah. We'll wait to go, little Billy. You tried your best against the big bad guy. Here's your orange slices. You didn't quite do good enough, little fella. Gene brings up the Hogan gets his title shot tonight, and Kidman's like, well, they might need a special guest ref for that match. Why? Then we get, no, th- speaking of why, we get an, uh, earlier today we get an artist press conference oh. as the artist oh. formerly known oh, as Prince God. Ikea wants to just be known as the artist. You mean they held a press conference to tell people the name he's now going to go by is what the announcers already call him? Yes. WCW, everybody. Okay. However, Paisley freaks out. And says, what the hell is going on down there? Actually, the best part of it, before you finish this, yeah. is I'm trying to remember, does he even make another appearance? The artist? Yeah. Oh. If he does, it's not very many more. Ooh. However, Paisley freaks out, and then Pops the Erection comes out of nowhere from under the table saying that he's been looking for pie. Yeah, papai? No. Oh. Chocolate. We thought Vince McMahon didn't have a subtlety hammer. Fucking Russo. Jesus, fuck. However, I've been looking for some vagina to stick my face in. I really wanted to eat pussy. <laughs> I want some of that throat <laughs> cancer. <laughs> I mean, if give, you me that, give me that, give me that, give me that Douglas shit, baby. Uh, we get, then we go to the ring with MIA as General Erection calls out the artist for attacking his pop. The one on the corner has the artist comes out Paisley and comes out. It's like, you know what? Yeah, I'll come out and have a match, but it has to be for the cruiserweight title with Lieutenant Loco. A match we've seen a hundred times in this past like 
feels like forever. Didn't need to see another one. Didn't need to see another one, but we got another one. As it's this time, it's Lieutenant Loco versus the artist with Paisley for the Cruiserweight Championship. Paisley and Major Guns get in, in the ring, and Guns uh, kicks her in the crotch. <laughs> Just straight up, straight up kicks. Her in the <laughs> Loco hits the Tornado DDT for the win. Pop tries to give Paisley mouth to mouth, but is pulled off. Backstage, we see another limo shows up, and it's Ric Flair and the family as they walk past the cat, still waiting for Hogan to show up. Russo, we see backstage as Russo's, Russo's talking to some girls, like, quietly, like, all right, this is what you guys are going to do. You're all going to suck his dick. And then, like, they turn around, and Goldberg's like, get the hell out of here. And Russo's like, yeah, who put you here? Like, get the hell out of here. You, uh, I just love the fact that he's like, okay, this is what we're going to be doing. You're going to take turns riding him and doing this, I, this. And, like, they turn around, and Goldberg's like, I can fucking hear you. I actually enjoyed Russo being, a, uh, like, a... Like, yeah, being a little weasel here. Like, yeah, who put you here anyway? Underrated. Also, underrated for me, Kevin Nealon on SNL. Shut up, bing, bing. Uh, we see the cat still waiting outside, and uh, <laughs> you know who shows up? One Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hogan, as he's dressed to wrestle. Of course he is. As the cat tells Hogan that he has a title match tonight. He was just at CVS getting his, farm, his, yeah. his pills. His the cat's like the cat's like well, uh, Hogan's no. like you know what cat people say you have a bad rep around here but you're a good guy for doing this and then Hogan starts to walk away but then Jarrett comes out of nowhere and hits him with a guitar got him the El Cabong however the camera pans and it looks like one uh, uh, one horse has been taken out laid out by and put through a table we get a promo now with Vince Russo with David Flair. Russo wants people to cheer for David for stepping up last night. Russo is tired of being people's bitches anymore. So tonight he wants to retire Ric Flair himself. Flair comes out. Flair mocks Russo about last night. Mm -hmm. Flair wants David to leave with him tonight. Like, all right, we're done. I beat you. Get out of here. Let's go. We're in Leo's family. Flair says if he wants Russo tonight, uh, Russo will have to retire if Flair wins. Flair will be the boss again. Flair says, uh, for a laugh, uh, you know, says a laugh after the match. How about this? If I win, we'll shave your head. Russo wants to know, uh, will it just be a trim in the back? Um, Hudson said, Hudson says this, maybe we should save this for a pay-per-view. You know. Russo accepts the match. However, he says... I want David in the match. There'll be a handicap match. But then Flair says, let me go get Reed. So, a tag match or a handicap match tonight? We'll find out. Well, we Reed's in the match, so it's kind of a handicap match. So, Vince Russo versus David Flair. Uh, Vince Russo versus Ric Flair tonight. Whoever loses, loses their job. And now it sounds like whoever loses gets their head shaved. Bro. It's a hair versus... Flair match. Ah, see what I did there? Uh, where are you? I don't. <laughs> I made a pun. Oh, okay. Joseph. Oh, okay. Then, R. Lessel. Thank you. R. R. The third Esquire. R stands for D. Rutherford. D. Rutherford. Then we get a side-by-side image of Goldberg and Nash staring off for no reason. Goldberg Nash is in a police car just staring off. Uh, so, boys, it's the top of the hour, so our next match is for the WCW Heavyweight Championship. 
with special guest referee Kidman uh, as it's Jeff Jarrett defending against Hogan. Uh, Jarrett tells the ref to ring the bell and count to 10 since, uh, and find a new opponent for the bash because they laid out Hogan. Uh, Hogan comes out, but during Hogan's uh, coming out, they do photo stills of the pay-per-view. Hogan uh, ha- uh, takes off his, uh, has a bandana on during the whole night. During Brother. the match, brother, Brother, and he's busted open. Don't worry, guys. Hogan dominates the first half of the match. You don't, don't, say. don't say. Whips Jarrett around with the weight belt. Kidman and Jarrett. Classic face moves. Kidman and Jarrett <laughs> argue over the, uh, during the match with each other. Jarrett grabs a chair and hits Hogan in the gut with it. And is going to do the headshot, but Kidman grabs the chair and gives it to Hogan to use. Russo and Goldberg come out to the stage. Hogan looks, uh, hits the big boot and leg drop. But Goldberg runs in late to stop the match. Legitimately, they're, they're, the three count happened. God the three damn. count happened, but Luger, uh, but Goldberg's going to spear Hogan, but Kidman gets in the way. Goldberg picks up Kidman and just chucks him to the outside. Goldberg then spears Hogan. Russo brings in a table. Goldberg jackhammers Hogan through the table. Jarrett sprays MB on it on the back of, of the chest of Hogan. GI Bro then comes out to make the save, then runs everybody off. Then the stretchers come out for one Hollywood Hogan. <sighs> Holy clusterfuck, Batman. Jesus. I think there's one or two people in the back they didn't use in this segment. Tori. Hoovy. Yeah. Hoovy. Conan. Bischoff. But it, well, I bet if, if you ask Hoovy, Hogan's not over enough to work with Hoovy. Yeah, there it is. He, he, he ain't on the Hoovy level. Yep. He doesn't have the juice. Does not have the juice. Um, so we go back to the ring with DDP as we're, it's promo time. Paige comes out with a lemon. He says he's going to have a beer after this promo that he likes to uh, put lemons in his beer. DDP talks about how people thought he was crazy for being a wrestler at 35. Can't work the main event. Can't be heavyweight champion. DDP talks about coming into the business with Eric Bischoff. Bischoff, uh, like as Bischoff's name is mentioned, he comes out instantly with Kimberly and Canyon. DDP brings up personal stuff with Kimberly and Canyon about what they've been through on the outside of the ring. Um, DDP says this business has cost him his family, his friends, and his wife. Uh, DDP walks out. DDP walks through the crowd and looks like they're over. They cut to Bischoff, but the mic went work to, for him to be yelling at DDP. So commentary Did teams he? like... Did he quit? Did he quit? He walked off. He walked off. So I actually think this was effective. I did too. Because he's positively Paige, and the fact that they finally got to him. They finally beat him down. He's gone. Yep. I actually thought that was actually really effective. And I rejoiced. I was like, thank fuck. Uh, we Besides, co- this gives way to positively Canyon, which I love. Uh, they discuss, we go to commentaries, they discuss what just happened with DDP. Their table's rocking back and forth. So in my notes, I have, who's going to put through that table? My guess was that DDP legitimately leaving had Mar- Ma- had Madden stiff as a board. No, that's why. <laughs> it was moving, no. the, moving the table. Uh, we do have information that Sting was taken to a burn unit. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> you know. Uh, no, he was taken to the local McDonald's and they burnt his nuggets. 
It's not having a good day. Not a good day. Uh, we got photo stills of the Great American Bash or Sting and Vampiro. No, you promised no photo stills. I think I mean, on this one they had to. They had to. Like, uh, I don't think they're going to show a man flying 30 feet in the air on fire. On fire. Well, Vampiro comes on out. On weed? Oh, sorry. Vampiro comes out and cuts a promo about how he set Sting on fire. And he has yeah. no remorse. Absolutely no remorse at all. Sting is going to remember Vampiro with all the scars on him. Vampiro says he's the night. The nightmare's just begun, and he wants to know who's going to go to hell with him next. And we all slapped our forehead as Kiss begins. As then the demon comes out. Yay! Yeah, I'm out. Vampiro and the demon fight. They fight on the stage. The Vampiro climbs up the Tron. And a fire goes off or on the stage. Then Vampiro does a cross body onto the demon. Then the ref calls for the bell. I guess count out. Okay. He went from Fury with Sting to the demon. To demon 2.0. Yeah, 2.0. Then, cool. uh, well, then we see Scott with the freaks as Scott tells one of the freaks to stay back with, in the back with Hunter. See, nice carrying Papa Pump. Then we get our uh, backstage with Russo and David freaking about the match. And Russo is just freaking out. Uh, So our next match is Canyon with uh, Kimberly comes out. Canyon comes out to DDP's theme. Kimberly has to talk about her her new perfume. And I just muted that in my head. I love his exaggerated bangs and everything. Get scared of the pyro. (laughs) Canyon brings up that uh, being in the hospital for a spinal injury, that then he winks at the camera. Like, I've been hurt. Wink. (laughs) Bischoff told him once again that uh, if you took DDP out, you get a spot. So Canyon is going to take DDP's life. Going to take the theme music, his wife, and his book. Canyon put a photo of his face on DDP's new book. Improved the book. Canyon says that he's going to be positively Canyon for going... Further, I love how I said the forward was written by Mark Smokey Madden. Yep, <laughs> uh, Canyon said he's going to take more, uh, take back the move that DDP took the diamond cutter, the canyon cutter. So he then challenges anybody, but then Scott Steiner comes out and Canyon's face. Oh no, <laughs> Steiner destroys Canyon, however, Canyon diamond cuts the ref. Mike Hossum <laughs> comes out to attack Steiner. Chronic comes out and attacks uh, Canyon and Awesome. <laughs> they chase him through the crowd as Kimberly then tries to leave. But then Corey's girl, Miss Hancock, ow, ow, ow. is in the crowd. Ow, ow, ow. And then uh, they go back into the ring and Hancock has Kimberly cornered. Kimberly attempts to spray Hancock with her perfume, but sprays herself. And Hancock has to act like it's got her. Kimberly throws Hancock on the ground and kicks her a few times and then walks away. What a fucking idiot. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, my God. How hard is it? I mean, seriously. You can't dance. She can't speak. You can't spray perfume a direction. She's hot. Sort of. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, she's not the hottest I've ever seen, but. Tori's in the company. There's nothing you know. to you know, shake a stick at her. You know, I uh, wouldn't guy, fuck her with Joe's dick. I'm not going to kick her out of bed. Who? Wait, what now? What? I'll do it. Fine. Guys in the chat, put, put some R's up, all right? Uh, then we go backstage, and we see Flair and Russo headed to the ring. Pamela is with Scott Steiner. 
And Siren starts the promo off with, you're beautiful, but this is not the time. God <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, going to shut. What's funny is Big Papa Pump of all guys is actually the, the most polite to Pump yeah, so right. far. You are, you are beautiful, but this is not the time. Uh, he's going to shove his foot down Russo's ass for sending Awesome out. Steiner asks for... That's what it said. I love Big Papa Pump-isms. <laughs> um, Steiner asks where Hunter is, and they're like, oh, he was right here. Where Yogi is. You're right. Uh, so our next match, it's going to be Vince Russo and David versus Ric Flair. Whoever loses is fire is gone, retires. Um, and if Russo loses, he's going to get his hair chopped. Uh, Flair chops uh, David and then uh, begins to chop Russo, but Russo has catcher gear on, so Flair rips it off and then chops Russo with it more. Flair puts David in the figure four, and Russo comes in and hits Flair with that baseball bat. Reed gets involved, but David holds him back. Fl- Russo gets the mic and tells Flair's wife to get in. Um, Russo wants Flair's wife to take a ride on his space mountain and then hit Flair with the Statue of Liberty figurine. It breaks in Russo's hand as he tries to grab it back from her. The security guard's holding the family black back. Uh, Flair's oldest... Megan throws the towel in as David has Flair in the figure four. Yep. Crowds chanting for Hogan. Why? I, okay. So looks like. You know, remember the four horsemen Hogan. So it looks like Ric Flair has lost. Well, Russo and David find the trims and then they shave a skullet into one Ric Flair and then do the same to Reed. I'll sign with that part. This yeah. got wicked heat, though. Yeah. I mean, it got heat. Uh, do you guys understand the significance of this? Ric Flair's luscious blonde hair being shaved? For, th- for At that point, for almost 30 years, he had been offered ridiculous money many times a year to do a hair versus hair match, to lose that hair. I mean, we're talking... Seven figures in some cases. But it would never do it. Ever, ever. But he did it here to try to get his kid over. Plus, he was so demoralized by every step. He, yeah, he was like... He wanted the time off anyway. Right. He's like, so if I'm... You shave my head, I leave and don't come back, fine. We'll, yeah, do, it go for, back. we'll do it for David. Bold move, gone. But why read... <laughs> Fucking get him to... Uh, we go backstage and we see the cops letting out Nash as his main event time. So as our next match is going to be Kevin Nash versus the uh, versus Gold, uh, Goldberg. The new blood comes out with Goldberg. Uh, Nash comes out with no gear, just his street clothes. Goldberg dominates most of the match. Uh, Nash going to get some offense in, but the new blood distracts him. Goldberg gets a chair and hits Nash with it. Goldberg missed the chair shot as he held it like he was going to hit him in the gut, but swings to the head. Nash's nephew's on the steps now as Russo comes out and grabs the kid. Steiner comes out and takes out the new blood, but the cops take him out and mace him, and then they take him to the back. Cat uh, gets a cheap shot in on Steiner as the uh, cops are taken away. So they arrest the cat, too. Russo and Goldberg hug it out as Hunter looks over his fallen uncle, Kevin Nash. Oh, no. I, I would have flipped the... Uh, the match 
there and have Flair get his head shaved as your main event. Oh, they, they, that company continues to downplay Flair. He's not like he's important or anything. Yeah. Uh, big Nitro in terms of things happening. Wasn't a particularly great Nitro, no. but it was a big Nitro. So we have one that. day in. I'm not feeling the Goldberg thing. No, I'm not either. I don't think he is either. He's not even remotely committed to it. Ain't ever gonna work if you ain't committed, brother. That's why Goldberg. That's why uh, Gold Dust worked. Because he fucking committed. But we turn over to USA Network, Joe. We do. Or do we? We, The day before. We're going to Monday Night Raw. Uh We are in June 12th. Uh Did somebody not watch Sunday Night Heat? But before we do that, Mm -hmm. let's go back a day (laughs) for June 11th for Sunday Night Heat. This is going up against Great American Bash. Yep. Mm -hmm. Commentary team is one. Michael Cole. Michael. And Kevin Kelly. Damn. We start the first night uh, match night. Uh, first match of the night is Crash Holly versus Eddie Guerrero with China for the European Championship. <laughs> what? All right. All right. Eddie mm-hmm. wins with a hurricane, a top turnbuckle Hurricane Rana jumping off it. The Crash has a thing for China. Yeah. Backstage, we see the Dudleys talking about their opponents as Jonathan Coachman shows and asks what would happen if they each move on to the finals in the King of the Ring. And it's, they both say it's nothing new to them. They beat each other up multiple times, and they still will. And then they take a little posture. I'd love to beat your black ass. <laughs> he, he about said it. Oh, uh, and then, then Devon's like, yeah, well, I'm going to beat your him bread, white, fat ass. Then we get a promo with Lillian Garcia and Chris Benoit about how Lillian brings up the all the people after his belt. And Benoit's like, oh, none of them have a chance, so it's fine. I was going to bring you both looks. So he, was our, he was matter of fact about it. Not about a chance. Our second match tonight, and it was our first King of the Ring qualifying match Bubba Ray versus the Big Boss Man. Mm. Bull Buchanan comes out and costs Boss Damn. Man the match. Bull hits Boss Man with the nightstick, and Bubba hits the Bubba Cutter for the win. Like, so you know, Diamond Cutter breaking or, up. or Bubba Cutter, Corey? Bubba Cutter. Okay. Um, uh, Coach is backstage with Hardcore Holly, and basically the gist of this promo is Holly doesn't give a damn about anything. It's on brand. I got a deal. Our next match is Steve Blackman versus D'Lo Brown. Jesus. Main event anywhere in the world. Oh, my B- God. During the match, Blackman pumps himself up by doing kicks around, and Cole's like, what the hell is he doing? Glacier. D'Lo hits sky high, but Al comes out and hits D'Lo and the ref uh, and the ref with head. It's a bold move. All right. Our next match is another King of the Ring qualifying match as it's Saturn versus Devon. Jesus. Uh, Saturn. Uh, this is better than Bubba versus Bossman. I'm instantly transported back to ECW Arena in '96. <laughs> right. Uh, DX comes out and helps cost Devon the match by uh, knocking him down for Saturn to hit the top rope elbow drop for the win. We get a recap of Monday Night Raw, what's been going on between Kane, Taker, Rock, and Triple H. Our next match and our main event is a for the Intercontinental Championship, a fatal four-way, Chris Benoit, Bob, Hardcore, Holly, Chris Jericho, and Val. Remix theme music, Venus. <sighs> It's a weird foursome. 
Yeah. Uh, Benoit pins Holly after hitting with the chair while Jericho has Val in the walls. And Val is tapping, but the ref is too busy counting to know that Val tapped. And wow, that, that was heat. Was heat. That was fire. Yep. Pure fire. Only, you know, you, you make me have to watch it. and You volunteered. If you can have proof, let me know. You uh, do it for the love of the game. Hunter, I'm talking about uh, the game. <laughs> I do it for Stephanie. It's all about the Hunter? I do, Stephanie. You and Vince? For Hunter. Yeah. Tag team. All right, let's go to June 12, 2000, <laughs> Monday Night Raw. Where are we, guys? Smack that ass. Where are we? Well, they don't say, but we're in St. Louis, Missouri. How would they not say that? That's one of the. They, they always don't pound, say it. They always pound that up your ass when they're in St. Louis. But every once in a while, they don't, don't say their name. She likes it that way. Commentary team is one good old JR and Jerry the King. Vascular asshole. We start the show off with recaps of all the past previous weeks with a Triple H voiceover of Undertaker costing The Rock the title multiple times. Um, Rock hitting Undertaker with the chair. Taker hitting Rock with the chair. Rock hitting Kane with the chair. Mass hysteria. Cats and dogs living together. We start the show off. <laughs> we start the show off with a Rock promo. I did it for the Rock. Not yet. Oh, okay. Rock says he's heard over the weekend that Taker and Kane are going to be a get back at him. Uh, the faction will come, uh, will get back at him too. Even that 50 cent slut will get him, uh, get back to. So Rock tells them all just to bring it. American, uh, Taker, you American badass, just bring it. Kane, you seven foot candy ass, bring it. Triple H, bring your three foot nose, bring it. <laughs> then Chatty Cathy himself, Kane, comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Kane and Rock are going to brawl, but then here comes Taker. Got his, you know. Hold, you, hold on, hold on. <laughs> he missed Kane saying "I," or it was like "considerate brought." Yeah, oh, yeah. considerate, oh, considerate brought. Jesus Christ! All somebody, somebody just watched Bring It On. It's been brought. It's already been brought in. Those are not spirit fingers. fingers. These are spirit fingers. My favorite line from that movie. Cheerleaders are dancers who find retarded. <laughs> Jesus, it's a great life. I love that movie. All it's three, movie. all three. All you can listen to about on the queue at nosoentertainment.com. It's a great. All movie. three intermount. All three men are about to fight, but then one Linda McMahon comes out. What was her theme music? It was the WrestleMania was, theme. No, it was. It, it was. was a, this is the like raw. Theme. It was the raw. It was the raw theme, but it seemed piped in. I think it was. I think they don't have the rights to the WrestleMania theme anymore. Checks out. Checks out. Jimmy Hart did all that shit. And yeah. Actually, that okay. So the WrestleMania, the da, 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 da. that album was produced by um, Rick. Simon Cowell. Really? Yeah. He he owns that shit. That checks. Ooh, out. that's not that's not cheap. Nope. Ooh, no. Back in 1992, he did that album with them. He kills him having to wear brew and stuff. Yes. He is a straight up New Yorker. Kind of like it had to kill a fucking uh, Billy Crystal to wear a Mets cap instead of a Yankee one in City Slickers. I just watched City Slickers too. And I was just like watching it as he's like riding with the Mets hat on. I'm like, movies, dude. I'm like, so good. I'm like, that must be killing him inside that for some reason. They're like, you know what, Billy? You're wearing a Mets hat. Ugh. 
Okay, Corey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Before I move on. Mets hat or Red Sox hat? Red Sox. Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the Mets. Especially this. Oh, dude. Tomorrow. If somebody paid me enough, I would paint Cardinals. my entire body Cardinal red. Yeah. Go Cardinals. And, uh, and yell, Kerry Wood can lick my hairy ass off. Especially since if, 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 if they I'm play. I'm all about money, dog. If they there play next year, those Mets are going to be tough. If they keep going. They're, They'll play. They'll be all right. Yeah. I think they will, too. Uh, Linda, uh, question. We'll be playing the Padres. This so, uh, Linda questions them on why they're going after each other. Why it's the faction's fault? You, she might as well in her in her charismatic way. Why are you wrestling? You me? guys are so fucking stupid. You're letting my dipshit husband and that big nose fucker play Fuck. you like fucking Mark. Big titted daughter. Play you like Mark. Not no, not, not big titted yet. She's big titted. Yeah, but but they, she hasn't got the procedure yet. The procedure yet. Uh, Linda needs them to unite against them and join forces at the King of the Ring. What a main event. So, in the, world. the McMahon's come out. Uh, Vince backwards. says that all Linda's trying to be is a goody-goody. The, then Vince insults her for her looks. So Linda then announces at King of the Ring there'll be a six-man tag w- uh, involving Undertaker, Kane, and The Rock. As they will be taking on Triple H, Shane, and Vince McMahon. Vince accepts the uh, this because he thinks that she's going to try and uh, that she's trying to embarrass him. And um, Linda uh, makes another title match as uh, oh Vince accepts for Triple H. Linda makes another title match, and Stephanie hasn't defended the title. Uh, she uh, the way she screwed Lita, so she's going to defend it again against Lita. But if any member of the factions get involved, Stephanie will be DQ'd, and Lita will win, be awarded awarded the title. Vince accepts for Stephanie. Linda then makes a match for Shane and Vince, and I have to say I love Shane's facial reactions right here because it's just he's just like, "Mommy, why? Yeah, why? Why, mommy? I love you." Mommy, why? Hi, Mommy. As she then makes a match for Shane and Vince as they're taking on the Dudleys <laughs> in a tables match, and that's when the crowd pops. Like Mike's reduced the McMahon family to a trailer park dwelling Walmart uh, he's, shopping he's been watching Alabama the, family. <laughs> he's been watching the uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre too much. We go backstage. I've never seen literally one of those movies. We see backstage as Triple H and Stephanie are trying to talk to Linda, and Linda just ignores them and gets in her limo, and it drives off. How did she fucking run for public office? That monotone-ass delivery she has. I know, Because right? it's Jesus the way to... Christ. Let's go to our next match, as is X-Pac with Tori and Road Dog versus D. Malenko and his hoes in a King of the Ring qualifying match. <sighs> That was my Linda for you guys. Uh, Riveting. Thank you. X-Pac goes for the Bronco Buster, but uh, dances around and misses it. Tori gets on the apron, and Dean takes a swing at her. And Ref grabs Tori, but Road Dog hits Dean, and Dean goes into the X-Factor. So your winner, and moving on, the king of the ring, X-Pac. I was disappointed. Because these two. Yeah. Me too. I mean, they could do so much better. They had great WWE matches. I mean, fuck, Malenko helped train them. Yep. So these two could have tore it up if you let them. Yep. Nah, no. It goes like three minutes. 
Uh, we see backstage Lita and Stephanie getting ready as the Stephanie and Triple H are walking to the ring. She's complaining about what's, what they're going to be doing and she doesn't know what to do and he, she's not happy and Triple H's like, I got nothing for you. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks a lot. Yeah. So our next match for the WWF Women's Championship, Stephanie McMahon versus Lita. Before the match, Stephanie believes that the fans were truly want her to be champion and wants her to be uh, their champion forever. Lita runs down and throws Stephanie on the ground and drop kicks her. Stephanie gets knocked down and rolls to the outside and grabs her knee as the ref goes and checks on her. One Kurt Angle comes out and Olympic slams Lita. Stephanie then gets back in the ring, covers Lita for the win. Stephanie and Kurt hug it out. Yeah, they do. And then we cut to one Triple H watching this from the back. Here you have it. But then Shane Shane comes in, grabs Triple H, and goes, here's your bat. Let's go. I guess we're having some West Side Story situation going on. Is it me? You're looking for? Or is Lita dressing a little extreme all of a sudden? Oh, ding, ding. You got it. I don't want the piece of you. I want the whole thing. Um, then we cut backstage to the faction barging in to Kane's locker room to beat him up to take a photo of him maskless. That's a hate crime, I think. The shot that he takes to the face. Yep. You're right. Who's, somebody's who's, watching Vince Russo. Who is teaching them how to so, hit swing a baseball bat? Somebody's been watching Nitro to learn how to, how to swing weapons here. It sounded so bad. <laughs> the, the, the sound the, of it against the mask was just the like... Pleather, ah! The pleather mask and the fake bat. Just like, I'm like oh, what is happening? Is uh, we come bitch. back from commercial as, uh, as the faction are celebrating what they did to Kane. And that Kane's on their side or they're going to show Kane's ugly ass face to the world. So Vince makes a no-holds-barred match between Kane and The Rock. Yay! Uh, we're going to recap a SmackDown. Rikishi kicking Val off the stage and then doing a splash to him off it. That was nuts. <laughs> Our next match is for the WWF Tag Team Championships as it's Too Cool versus TNA with Trish. Banging, banging it, it, banging it, it banging it, banging it. Uh, Tess with a pump handle powerbomb. Grandmaster breaks it up with the hip-hop drop. Trish gets on the apron, tries to hit Scotty with a boot. Honestly, who hits someone with a boot? That was a weird three sentences. Uh, Tess grabs the boot and hits Scotty with it, but Scotty kicks out, and he doesn't know. Scotty's going to hit the worm, but Val Venus runs down and hits Scotty. Val gets the ring bell, because that's the weapon to use right now, and hits both members of Too Cool with the ring bell. TNA beat up too cool, but Rikishi comes out to make the save. Trish hits Rikishi, and then he throws her into the turnbuckle. She falls to the corner. It looks like she's going to go get sucked up into outer space again. <laughs> but Val gets in the ring, and uh, Albert is able to grab Trish and pull her out. God damn. Then we go backstage, and we see, as we're heading to commercial break, Dudley's carrying some tables with Shane and Vince walking to the ring. So our next match, our next match is the Dudley Boys versus Shane and Vince McMahon in a tables match. Dotty, dotty, dotty! I likes to party with my naked daughter Stephanie. Vince and Shane try to attack, but they get a few punches in. But the Dudleys take advantage. (coughs) Bubba hits Shane with a water bottle. That's angry. Then Dudleys them throw Vince into the steel steps. It's becoming a squash match here. 
Bubba does a second uh, second rope superplex, and Devon does the second rope leg drop to Shane. Devon does the top rope headbutt to Vince's crotch. Mm-hmm. Dudley's 3D Shane. Dudley's put in a table. Dudley's are going to powerbomb Vince off the top turnbuckle onto Shane through the table. But DX comes out and legitimately shoves Vince and Bubba to the floor. It, that was nuts. Vince takes such a terrible bump. And that and while that's true, Bubba doesn't take a good one either. They but bo- Vince, holy <coughs> fuck. Because you can see Vince tried to grab the apron and he missed. And he just fucking ate every bit of that concrete floor. Mm-hmm. That was brutal. And you can see like when Bubba landed, he's like, you fucking good, dude? Like, yeah. holy yeah. Check. shit. Are you dead yet? <coughs> I mean, Vince, Joe and I talked about this off air. Vince is a clumsy motherfucker. Yes. He is so uncoordinated. Vince, mm-hmm. it's tough son bitch. Yeah, Jesus, because he no sold the fuck out of that, and you know it hurt like a motherfucker. I have no doubt that he not only no sold it there, but he no sold it in the back. Yeah. Oh yeah. He no sold it to to Linda later. Oh yeah. Oh, that. I mean, Stephanie nursed him back to health through his balls. <laughs> well. You know, dude. Suck um, me where it hurts. DX, Suck me beautiful. <laughs> DX puts the Dudleys through a table. They're going to have Tori do a top rope splash on Bubba. But she overjumps or the table just doesn't break. She overjumps. Yeah. She over, it um, broke. It, it broke. So what do they do? do Let's do this again. But this time, Shane's going to make sure she goes through Bubba. And they just throw them down. That's terrible. Yep. Uh, we go backstage. I actually enjoyed it until the very end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, backstage, we see Triple H asking Patterson and Briscoe if uh, the photo is going to be back in time. But then Triple H uh, has Bull Buchanan with him and tells him how he had a match with Taker last. Uh, has a had a match with Taker, but you know what? Taker believes he's not in his league. Taker can beat him in two minutes. Then they, as they're walking, they come across Taker's bike, and they have Bull uh, show Undertaker who's the real boss. So Bull gets on the bike and starts to turn it on, but then you see Undertaker in the back. Bull drives off with Undertaker's motorcycle. What is it with everybody in this company who has a motorcycle? They just leave it unattended in the back. Fucking DOA did that shit. This idiot's doing that shit. Like, well, don't worry. Under, oh, yeah. Undertaker does a thing from his hero, Sting, and kidnaps a car <laughs> and yeah. gives suit. Wait, wait, I saw wait. this on Nitro once. Wait a minute. So you admitting, finally, the Sting stole the cop car. No, he was borrowing it. He just admitted it. No, I didn't. Live on air. No, I didn't. We heard it. No, he's borrowing oh, it. Oh, you may have been caught after years. Nah. You've been so careful. He, Joseph, he's you got suspended to do. He, he, he was borrowing it. Okay, borrowed it. Okay. So well, Taker, Taker stole it. But he was taken after his hero, Sting. Yeah, but he didn't know that Sting borrowed it. Taker never returned it. He, he, he stole it. Sting didn't. He returned it. Sting didn't throw anybody out of the car. Yeah, Sting just took it. Sting murdered somebody. Well, no, Sting's dead, remember? Sting, Sting got murdered last night. Yeah, he got night, murdered so last night. Steve Borden. Street justice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, that's what Vamp's all about, street justice. Team led actor Steve Borden. Uh, Triple H tells Briscoe and Patterson that it worked and that uh, he has to go get ready for his match. Briscoe and Patterson are talking about, how the photo, about the photo, but then Crash Holly sneaks up behind them and tries to attack Briscoe. Briscoe runs off while Patterson gets thrown into a door. So Briscoe once again runs down the ring, poses, and our next match is a hardcore championship between Briscoe and Crash Holly. Uh, Patterson uh, comes down, but he hits Briscoe with a trash can on accident. Crash makes the cover for the win. 
After the match, Briscoe and Patterson begin to argue, but then they hug it out. But as Briscoe walks away, Patterson tells him to suck it. A lot of that. A lot, a lot of lot. crotch chops. A uh, lot of it. Not by DX either. By old people that shouldn't be doing it. Uh, backstage, and Crash is celebrating. Uh, Crash is celebrating, saying he's never going to lose this title again. Uh, Crash then begins to drive off. But uh, he forgot that he put the title on the top of the car and almost drives away. Coming right up. Uh, Backstage, Triple H is telling Stephanie that this is BS, that he has a title match tonight, and he doesn't know who his opponent is because he's the game, and he likes to study who he's facing. And and she's just like, I got nothing for you. Damn. Because I already gave it to my dad. There it is. So our next match is for the WWF Championship. He did the foot stuff. As it's Triple H Probably. defending his title against a mystery opponent, and that mystery opponent turns out to be one Chris Jericho. Oh, his facials here were wasn't it awesome? He dude. put it over like God damn it, not him. This, by the way, was going up against uh, Hogan and Jarrett. Oh, well, sorry, Hogan and Jarrett. So there's, there's uh, back and forth match here. Triple H does a long sleeper hold. Triple H is standing on the second turnbuckle and blows a kiss to Stephanie, but Jericho drop kicks Triple H. Instead, Jericho hits a Frankensteiner. He uh, hits a Bulldog, but gets it close, too. Jericho reverses the uh, pedigree, pedigree, but tries to hit his own pedigree. But Triple H, oh, the walls, but Triple H punches him. Jericho then uh, punches Jericho into the turnbuckle, and Jericho falls back into Triple H's crotch. The old uh, stumbles and falls. I love those spots. Cause the old sting. When they do it. Yep. He was still the best at it. <clears throat> Uh, Stephanie gets on the apron, throws Triple H the belt, and Stephanie distracts the ref. Jericho spin kicks Triple H and then hits Triple H with the lion salt, but Stephanie is still distracting the ref. <coughs> Excuse me. Jericho gets up and grabs the ref. Triple H then hits the ref and knocks him down out of the ring. Stephanie gets in the ring, and Jericho, uh, while Jericho is going to put Triple H in the walls, but Jericho lets go of him and then grabs Stephanie and is going to put her in the walls. But Triple H hits him with the belt. Stephanie throws the ref back in the ring, and the ref makes the three count after Triple H hits the pedigree for the win. I thought it was a good match. It was a really good match. (coughs) I enjoyed it. So these two are becoming like like Angle Benoit. Just like these two are in the ring. Yeah, I'm in. I am fucking in to watch these. They have such good chemistry together. Isn't it weird how it works? Like, you either... Almost have to be like really close friends or fucking hate each other yeah. to have this insane chemistry. It's so good, man. Because these two did not like each other at this point, at least. Ooh. And but the chemistry is unreal. Honestly, I think it's because like it's unfortunate, man. It really is. But once that bell rings, he's not political, Paul. He's just seven. Re- he's wrestling. Yeah, which is what he actually loves to do. Yep. And he knows the Jericho. That's fucking what he does. And let's be honest. The reason they were sabotaging Jericho at Giggles is because they knew he could have it. He's good. So you know the guy can go. So you just concentrate on having the matches. Like, people focus so much on, and likely so, like what he does outside the ring. But when that bell rings, fuck, dude, he is so good. <sighs> yeah, this is good. This it was is good, good. stuff. It was good. Um,. We see Kane destroying the locker room backstage because we get the recap of why, and that's the faction taking well, a photo. His face was smashed in. Yeah. 
So our next match is for the Intercontinental Championship, as it's Chris Benoit defending against one Matt Hardy because of last week, Jeff took Chris to the edge, and then they did the handshake, and then Benoit attacked him. This makes no sense, the reason. Matt's getting a title shot because Jeff did so good. Checks out. Okay. Uh, Matt hits a top rope moonsault uh, to Benoit, who was standing. Uh, Matt hits his second rope leg drop. Benoit does a standing shoulder breaker, then misses the flying headbutt. Matt suplexes Benoit over the top, over the ropes to the outside. Matt gets uh, uh, hits a springboard off the ropes on the outside. Oh, Matt does the springboard where, where he's running at Benoit on the outside, and then he tosses him up. And he springboards off the ropes and hits a DDT on the outside. It's cool, Logan. It is. Uh, Matt does another moonsault on the outside, but lands on his feet. Benoit with a superplex. Benoit, uh, Matt goes for the twist of fate, but Benoit counters it into the crossface uh, for the win. Jeff comes out and checks on Matt, but Benoit hits, some, hits him with the icy belt as well. Uh, Christian, we see backstage with Christian and Edge seeing that Jeff got attacked. Edges uh, asked Christian if they should go down there with him, and Christian says it would be unfair, unethical. Edge is like, so you want me to come down? And Christian's like, uh, yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah. Of course. So our next match is a King of the Ring qualifying match, as it's Jeff Hardy versus Christian. Uh, Jeff's still down from the attack. Also, yes, by the way. Yes. Yeah, singles match, please, too? Yes, please. Yes, yes. Just go ahead. Uh, back and forth here. <laughs> Edge gets on the apron, and Jeff hits him off. Matt and Edge fight on the outside. Christian with the superplex, but Jeff catches Christian's foot to roll him up for the win. So moving on, Jeff Hardy. Speaking of the King of the Ring, we do a little recap of uh, what happened on uh, Heat with Bo- Bubba defeating Bossman and Saturn defeating Devon. So our main event, it's The Rock versus... Kane in a no holds barred match. Um, uh, faction comes out. Vince says if Kane doesn't destroy The Rock, they will show the photo. Match begins. K- Rock hits Kane with the ring bell. <laughs> Kane goes for the choke slam, but uh, Rock hits him in the groin. Kane's going for the tombstone, but uh, Rock reverses it into a Russian leg sweep. Rock goes for the people's elbow, but Kane sits up. Kane, Rock then <laughs> kicks him back down and hits it. Iconic. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I like that because of the fact I'm like, I think this is the first time for Kane, like for doing that of sitting it's up. A really and good it's spot. Like, it is. Mm-hmm. You don't think about because like we're like he did to Taker and then he's hit it like a hundred times and then Kane does. I'm like, you know, they're not doing it every week or every other week. It's like every six months, seven months. It's like, oh, okay, that's fine. And to the people who can do it right. Uh, Rock goes for cover, but Triple H gets on the apron to distract the ref. Kane hits a top rope. Uh, clothesline GTV all of a sudden comes on. We see backstage that Patterson Briscoe has the photo and they want to look at it, but there's no photo. There's no photo. Them stooges done messed up again. There's no photo. So then we cut back to the ring with Kane and under uh, Kane and the rock staring at each other. They did this so well. Rock and Kane here were so good. They're looking at each other, and then they then the camera angle is just perfect because it's like near the ramp, and you see the faction and everybody, and Kane and uh, Rock look at each other, and then they both stare at the faction, and it's like, oh, it's so good. Hmm, me thinks. So they go after them, and then the Undertaker comes out on his bike, 
Got it back. Yes. All It's an all-out brawl. And then the Dudleys come out for the help. Rock, rock bottoms of Vince. Uh, he rock bottoms the shit out of Vince, by the way. He does. Rock, Taker, and Kane beat up Triple H in the ring. Then Rock, uh, then Undertaker and Kane choke slam, double choke slam, Triple H through a table to end Raw. Yep. Even though the storyline is getting tiring, I like what uh, Booble you're saying. I just like that shot of just them mm-hmm. like, huh, you guys fucked up now. Because it's the common thing in WWE right, WF right now, the fact that we're neither two good guys against each other, but we're having the faction still out as lumberjacks or something. And then all of a sudden, they're not going to fight each other. They're going to fight the faction. They're going to fight the heel, the lumberjacks. It's just like, okay, that's getting tiring. But just the image of them going like, we should have stopped fighting each other and go after them. I like that. Unlike the Taker Rock one a couple weeks ago from SmackDown of them like just looking at each other in the beginning. It's like, let's just fight these guys instead. I digress. So, guys, what was the better show? Raw. 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 So let's see how the ratings did. For me, thinks they'll concur. <laughs> <laughs> let's see how the ratings do. But hey, WCW's coming off a of pay per view, so you know, let's see how that goes. Last week, WCW got a two point eight, and WWF got a five point nine. This week, WCW got a three. Yeah, they went up. That's w they could do a man burned. Uh, they went up point two. Well, WWF went to a 6.8. Jesus Christ. That's a, that's a lot. They went up 0. 0.9. That's a, that's a lot. Huh. 0.9, folks. Jesus Christ. Damn. And they're not the ones going off the pay-per-view. And a man burned burned alive on the pay-per-view. So let's go to our favorite part of the show. It's the award show. Started off with best match. Oh, Triple H. Triple H. Jericho, absolutely. Jericho, yep. Yeah, 100%. Um, worst match. <laughs> oh, wow. I had Steph versus Lita. Yeah, that's sick. I thought we weren't doing women's matches. Nope, again. If it's in a ring, I do it. No. Yeah. Oh, we're not doing, like, the dumb stipulation yeah, we're ones. we're not doing yeah. tapioca matches. Yeah. Okay. Um, hang on. You're going to die, Clown. Um, I can't do anything from Heat. Um, Loco and Artist. For the- I will say this. Triple H and Jericho is clearly the match of the night. Yeah. But I will give Vito and Terry Funk, like, run Same. up. Like, nice they're, 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 they're up. the second one. Like, yeah. run up, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, best match. Hey, who's your MVP? Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, I, I enjoyed Jarrett. Um, I'm... Yeah, I'm gonna go with Jarrett. He was strong. I like the attack. Yep. On Hogan, mm-hmm. I liked uh, his part in the match. Mm-hmm. Um, although Hogan dominated too much, but you know what? That's a Sleazy, fight that yep. Jeff Jarrett in 2000 can't win. So yeah. um, he'd made the best of what he could do. As usual, Brother. him and the cat are the, the co MVPs of Nitro. Some like reason to watch that show because otherwise, fuck man. I'll go with Jeff Jarrett as well. Who's your motive? Let me do it. One time. Ric Flair. Yeah. Ric Flair jobbed out, shaved, got his head shaved. 
I mean, yeah. Not a good night for Nate. Mine was uh, the Stooges. If you were that bad at your job, you wouldn't have your job. <laughs> so the expiration date is, is passed on the Stooges. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. It even started yet. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's a flare for me because of the fact that you jobbed out. You're trying to get your, 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 your son over, which is not working. And you give too goddamn much mm-hmm. for such little in return. The idea Nothing of in this case. the idea of I'm going to retire. I mean, I mean, put over Russo. I'm going to put over my son. And what what do I get out of it? My youngest son, uh, gets his head shaved too. Yeah. I get my head shaved, which people were offering me, you know, seven figures, and I said no. But I'm going to do it this one time because I'm going to be gone for who knows how long. And the fact that it will help my son get over. No, it won't. No, it won't. It won't, but he's trying. So he... I mean, I guess A for effort. So WTF. By the way, he's gone. So my WTF is, look at this new blood millionaires club feud. You've got Flair gone. Yep, gone. Luger gone. Yep. Uh, Sting gone. Sting gone. Dead. Dead, burned to a crisp. Goldberg's a heel. He's gone. DDP gone. Sid gone. Um, you got Hogan and Nash. And, and Steiner? Steiner was never part of it. Okay, so no. So you got, you got Hogan and Nash. You got the NWO uh, against the New Blood. The true founders of yeah. the NWO. Holy yeah. hell. Uh, no wonder they're starting to feud with themselves, you know? No wonder they got to do Douglas and Bagwell and Kidman's feud. I mean, you, to be honest, it's a one-sided feud here at this point. Oh my god, it's terrible. Jesus Christ. Um Beautiful? Uh mine is just a silly one, but it's the uh press conference for the quote unquote name <laughs> no, change. The name change. Jesus fuck, man. Um Can you imagine if Bruce Beefcake did a press conference for every gimmick change. <laughs> uh, I'm no longer who I am now Zodiac. <laughs> the press change every time Big Show flipped. <laughs> I'm no longer a baby face. I we am a have, heel. We just have a standard press conference announced for every show. Well, it'd be like a COVID. That's all they do. Well, well. it's like shit. Dang. <laughs> it's like a COVID press conference. Like we get one every day. It's just like, we don't need it. We know what's happening. Everything's shit. Don't worry, guys. Gold, uh, Big Show's gone face today. Yay. It's the next day. Well, I love during the Stone Cold podcast. It's like, you know how many times you've turned in your career? Big Show's like, I can't even count that high. He's like, have you ever turned on me? And Big Show had to stop and like think about it. No. He's like, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you <he> did. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Um, I'm sticking with my WTF of the fact of my, it goes with my motive of the fact of Ric Flair. Ric Flair not being Ric Flair for the past like six months. <laughs> Once he lost Roddy as vice president, RPVP, RPVP <laughs> has gone downhill. I mean, really, it's once AAA left the, left the picture. Yeah, yeah. Well, where's AAA when we need him? You know, if he could bring back his uh, the uh, forgotten members of the Horsemen, only Flair could have made that Looney Tune shit work. Oh yes, yeah, like only Flair. 
If he can bring back the old forgotten members of the uh, Horsemen. Where's, where's Romo when you need him? No, Silver King and uh, Dandy. Silver King and El Dandy. The fifth and sixth Horsemen. That people forgot. <laughs> bring them back. Yeah. But no, it's just the idea of the fact of, once again, Flair's giving way too much for WCW for them to be like, all right, buddy. They're going to miss him. Like, all right, buddy, you're going to shave your head. You're going to put your son over. You're going to put the boss over. And you can, you get you get six months off, eight months off. You know, go ahead. It's going to be interesting it's watching. It's going to be May. No, it's, we're in June. No. So. It was May. Yeah, you, you it's just a month past. It should be interesting now that the millionaires are basically dead. Yeah, it's uh, be interesting going. Bash of the Beach is going to be a very interesting card, right? And I'm intrigued because of the fact that. And hey, you're not having that feud anymore. Will WCW remember the three counter under contract? No, it's what? been what? Have they been on TV since like the first couple weeks of the New Blood thing? No, no, they have not been. They were on. They. Were, I, I think WCW forgot about them. So I'm like, do they, are they going to remember they're there? There, there are days that I'm like at the at work, and all of a sudden I'm like, I just think of something like, where the hell is such and such? Yeah, where's Norman Smiley? Where's Smiley? Where's three count? count? Where's Young Dragons? Young Dragons. Where's Jamie Son? Where's Ralphus? I don't ask that. Yeah, I don't ask that one. <laughs> but there's like, you know, like I. Although I will say. Have you ever seen Kane and Ralphus together? Nope. 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 Neither have I. Neither. I'm just saying. It's like Tanae and Parker. Well, that's well known. You ever seen Ralphus and uh, Chris Masters? Nope. Well, Ralphus is a body guy. Have you seen Ralphus and Tammy? They're both the, both the same size. God damn it. <laughs> and both too. So uh, you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You gotta take their gun- teeth out for something, right? <laughs> Jesus. She's gone, right? So I gotta get some in, you know, as the roster did. Yeah, so, that roster's thinning out, by the way. She's not, so... I fucking <laughs> knew it. I, you beat me by half a second. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. I need to get back on my game. I lobbed that to him. Oh, I yeah. didn't even see it coming. No, Jesus. <laughs> you beat me by half a second. Goddamn. So this, Goddamn. Goddamn. So this brings an end to this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories. Her Skype sessions now, you just watch her eat. Probably. <laughs> You pay enough money, she'll eat what you write in. Yeah, you pay you pay for the food too. <laughs> Uber. So you pay me for the session and then Uber me some food, damn it. Yeah. And I'll eat it for you. That's actually not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. That, yeah, some people might be able to some people might do that. that. Yeah, yeah. Put a that. Oh, I got an idea. I got an I got, I got an, an idea. <laughs> you feed me. <laughs> so this brings an end to this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories as we're moving forward to King of the Ring and Bash of the Beach next month. Uh, look forward to the midweek war stories as it's now the beginning of the new era of new, new era of new blood for WCW with no millionaires. More King of the Ring qualifying matches for one. Will they ever end? Will they ever end at this rate? No. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's well, so that's not the best. We pare it down to the final 16. Yep, we're gonna get to the final 16. <laughs> so, uh, find that on the Fucking midweek war two weeks. Find that out on the midweek stories. We have the fake movie experts, and as we're still doing the Ghostbusters and review, passion project. That's right. right. Yeah. And uh, you can go to no That's right, no where you can find all of our blogs, all of our passion projects, like Corey's 
once again, his webcam, but it's like that 1998 webcam image, like pixelation of like, are you lagging or are you no, it's doing just that anything? It, it doesn't work well in water. Oh. I put it inside the toilet bowl. Nope. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, the last one that I saw, it was him recreating the Jason Biggs dance from American Pie, mm. but to a picture of Hook. So uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So that's why the full moon was out that night. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "That's no moon." So go to nosoundtaper.com. That's right, nosoundtaper.com. At the point of no return, I just yell, "Send Hook!" <laughs> Send Hook. That's how I climax. That's how, <laughs> that's how we all now. At nosoundtaper.com, and like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever Hook listens to his podcast. He's too cool to listen to his podcast. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so cool. Uh, you can listen to our podcast wherever Hook listens to his podcast and yours. <laughs>